to see the stretch marks often time outside. Spiritual life as a Pentecostal, as a believer, I would say, as a Christian, as a good human being, as a good Christian, sometimes faith will put us in scenarios where life will test us and it gives us stretch. It stretches us. It stretches us. Have you ever taken a rubber band and stretched it? it when it is stretched, the rubber band does not know how much more it is extended. Sometimes God allows us to go through similar situations where life will test us and it stretches us. But can I tell you, when it stretches us, it is for our blessing. Because there is something good that God has put in your life and it is the due time for it to come out and reveal in your life. This morning, I want to bring your attention to it. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. It's a prayer by one of the famous guys in the Old Testament about whom there is only two verses. About whom there is only two verses. And these two verses, these two scriptures talk so much about this one guy's prayer. And his name is, everybody knows, it is Jabez. And the Bible helps us to understand in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10, that Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. I am yet to see any prayer um, that is prayed rightfully in the presence of God going unanswered. Are you with me? I am yet to see somebody who stands upright in the presence of God Almighty, make a prayer and God has a deafened ear towards him. I don't know if there's anybody in this room, if your standing with God is righteous, if you stand upright in the presence of God Almighty and you make a prayer in your uttermost depth and worries of life, there is no prayer that goes unanswered in the sight and the presence of God Almighty. Here in this story, we come across this one guy, Jabez, and his prayer. What does he pray? Number one, there are four things that I want to point out here. Number one, oh God, that you would bless me. The first thing that I see is all that you would bless me. God, I have lived through pain all through my life. I am living through the pain of somebody else. Somebody else gave birth in pain and they have given me a name, pain. Just imagine Jabez, wherever he goes, he goes to his college, his school, his peer groups and everywhere people call him pain. People call him, hey, you know what? You are a pain in the rear end. I can't deal with you. You cannot be dealt with. You are such a messy person. I don't know if that is your story. I don't know if there are Jabez's in this house who have been given some sort of names by somebody else's mistake, by somebody else's past, by somebody else's experiences. But you are living through that all your years. But I am here to declare that the first prayer of Jabez was God, that you would bless me. Yes, God, there are, there are many people who have been blessed by their parents. 
There are many people who are blessed by people around them. But I don't want the blessings of people. I want the blessing of you alone. And that is the first prayer of Jabez. Because he identifies the blessing of God with everybody around him. Listen to this very carefully. Blessing. What does it mean? The moment today in a Pentecostal charismatic Christian church, the word blessing oftentimes means that God is going to give you wealth. God is going to give you a lot of money, a big car or wealth like nobody else. All that may be true and good. And as a Christian, my God will bless you. That you will no longer live in poverty. But even though you are in poverty, you will have the peace and joy of God Almighty. That is the right theology for us to understand. But here in this verse, we understand that Jabez is praying, God, that you would bless me. I need no blessing of people, but I need the blessing of yours. I don't care about what people would say, but I need the blessing of God Almighty. My prayer to our church is to make this prayer that this year, Lord, you will bless me. Praise the Lord. Not like 2019 or past years, but this year, God, I want you to bless me. Who is a blessed man? A man who is righteous and upright in the presence of God is a blessed man. Not that I have a lot of bank balance. Not that I have a lot of connections and friends, which may be true. But because I am righteous. Who is a righteous man? Anybody who has a clean heart in the presence of God. Oh, come on. Listen to this. Any individual who has a clean heart in the presence of God. Who has a clean heart? Who has a clean heart? Is there anybody who has a clean heart? I don't know your heart's condition. You know your heart's condition. Oftentimes when we come for worship, so, you know, it doesn't allow us to worship Him because we don't have a clean heart. Before you offer your worship, let God know, God, you know what? Clean my heart. I need a cleansing in my system. Cleanse me, O oh Lord, that my guilt is taken away. When I stand in your presence, O oh Lord, I ask I pray and I need you to count me righteous. Are you with me? If only God counts you righteous, you're righteous. Nobody else can approve that. Are you with me? Is that true? Only God can count you righteous. Are you a righteous man? You know what Bible helps us to understand? The prayers of a righteous man never go unanswered. A prayer of a righteous man. Are you righteous in the sight of God Almighty? Like your doings, is it right? Everything that you are doing, is that right? Are you right to yourself? Or are you right in the presence of God? In today's world, everybody is right and everybody else is wrong. So we have arguments every single morning, every single social media. Who is right? Hey. You don't have to prove your rights, you know, in front of the other people. If God declares you righteous, nobody else can ever discount you. You have to be righteous in the, how are you in God's sight today? This morning, how are you in God's presence? In the story of Jabez, the first prayer that he made was God, that you bless me. What is his blessing? Lord, I have all the blessings. But here, he definitely needed the touch of heaven which he was missing for his life. 
He had the possessions, the wealth, his family, clan and descendants and everything that he can inherit. But that does not add to the wealth in his own family. That does not add any good to himself because he needed the touch of heaven. And that is the first prayer he made. He said, God, that you would bless me. You would bless me. But before he gets into that prayer, you know, let's understand. Jabesh cried out to God of Israel. Cried out to God of Israel. Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Can, can I have 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 9 on the screen as well? 1 Chronicles, 1 Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. This is how it goes. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. I gave birth to him in pain. Verse 9 begins by a brief explanation about who Jabez is. Talks about Jabez was more honorable than any of his brothers. When you read through 1 Chronicles chapter, you know, 1 and 2 and 3 and 4, as it continues, it talks about the various children and descendants uh, in the life of Israel. It talks about all the children that were born through, uh, you know, the people and the saints and the leaders in Israel. But 1 Chronicles chapter 4 Bible writer just pauses there under the Spirit of God Almighty just to pause and talk about this one guy named Jabez. Everybody else were ordinary, but God saw something different about this one guy. Are you with me, church? Listen to this very carefully. Bible talks about a lot of names from 1 Chronicles chapter 1 onwards. First Chronicles chapter 1 onwards, Bible talks about to the sons of Noah, to the descendants of Abraham, to the descendants of Hagar, descendants of Keturah, Israel's sons, Judah, and all the other list goes on. But when it comes to First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, it stops there. It, it, it helps us to understand there is something different about this one guy. There is something different and unique about this one guy. There's something different about this one guy. What is it? What is it? Listen to this very carefully. Yes, of course he made a prayer then. But before he made a prayer, God counted him as honorable. Hallelujah. Before he made a prayer. Yes, of course, prayer changes everything. But before he came to the point of making a prayer, Bible helps us to understand in the first verse that Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. If there is anybody in the entire group who should have rebelled, if there is anybody in the entire group who should have questioned, if there is anybody in the entire group who should have walked away, it was him. Why? Because it was not his mistake that he got a name that dealt and he had to deal with all his life. The people called him, hey, Mr. Pain is coming. I can't be friends with pain. He might say, hey, no pain, no gain. But still, I have to deal with this guy all my life. 
If there's somebody who had to quit ministry and run away. If there's somebody who had to say, you know what? I don't care about your clan. I don't care about Abraham. I don't care about anything that God has to do with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. My mom gave me a name that nobody wants me to be friends with. So I don't care about anything. I'm going to just turn my back on God. The Bible helps us to understand God counted him as honorable. What does it mean? Honorable. In other words, his character was proof. Character is not built just in one day. Character is the accumulation of every day's practice. It's not built on one day. You can destroy your character in one day. But to build that, it takes a while. It takes going seasons. When you build your life. Jabez, even though his name was pain. People addressed him, called him with different names. He never dealt with people because they dealt with him badly. He was honorable in the sight of other brothers. His brothers may have to do with everything else that was not righteous in the sight of God Almighty. But for Jabez, he proved that no matter my mom named me something else, but I will prove that I am separate and I'm chosen by God Almighty. I will be honorable and righteous in the sight of God Almighty. My friend, what do you choose today? What do you choose today? Do you choose to be honorable vessel to be used by God Almighty? Or do you choose that I will dishonor everything? Hey, you know what? If you honor God with your life, he will honor you with back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, of course, his mom named him pain. But he had a choice. I will not let... The past experience determined my future goal. I will not let my past determine where I have to go. I know where I am heading to. And I will reach by being righteous and honorable in God's sight. Hallelujah. Are you with me? The only way where you can get from this point to the other, as we heard in Malayalam service, only way I can get from one point to the other is by having a self-determination that I, no matter what, I'm going to step forward. No matter who stays with me or doesn't stay, I'm going to step forward in my spirituality, in my dedication to God, in my service for my brothers. And I will be counted as honorable in the sight of God Almighty. Now Jabez, just two verses in the entire scriptures that talk about this guy. But Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Hallelujah. Will God testify about us similar way? Before he made a righteous, before he made a fervent prayer, the first and foremost thing that we see in the scriptures here is that he was honorable in God's sight. Honorable. Honorable. Are we leading an honorable life? Praise the Lord. Honorable. Compared to all his brothers around him, he was honorable. He led his life. Knowing that people might accuse him. But still he made it a point that he will lead it without any blemish. Honorable. As a Christian God wants us. Each one of us in this room. And at least for 2020 let's make a commitment. First Sunday of this year. The Lord this year. That help me O Lord. That I will lead an honorable life. Honorable. Honorable life. Help me O Lord. Help my family O Lord. Help my children O Lord. Help the families that I interact with. 
that that will go out we will be honorable honorable that's the testimony of jabez everybody focuses on the prayer of jabez yes we will get there but the testimony of jabez was he was honorable what is your testimony today what is the testimony that people would give about you when they talk about me what is a testimony what is the testimony that people may talk and ask and suggest about you to somebody else or oh, this guy i know he is honorable he's righteous is that our is that something that god will testify about us our brothers and sisters around us and jabez among all his brothers in the entire group verse 9 jabez was more honorable than his brothers his mother had named him jabez saying i gave birth in pain i gave birth in pain but he said mom you have all right to name me you gave birth to me but more than your authority i believe in the one who changes my destiny you might have named me because of my present experience or your present experience but i will not let that determine the course of my future destiny i'm about to cry out to the god of israel and ask him god i will not leave you until you you bless me the first prayer of jabez was lord you bless me o oh lord you bless me o oh lord എന്റെ അമ്മ എന്നെ വേദന എന്ന് പേരിട്ടെങ്കിലും അതിൽ ഞാൻ ഒതുങ്ങി കിടക്കത്തില്ല ഇസ്രായേലിൽ ദൈവത്തോട് ഞാൻ പ്രാർത്ഥിക്കും യഹോവയോട് ഞാൻ പ്രാർത്ഥിക്കും കരം നിന്റെ ജീവിതത്തിൽ ഉണ്ടെങ്കിൽ Only if heaven touches you. And I love that second song as we were singing. Lord, we need a touch. We need a touch of heaven. And Jabez made a prayer. Lord, number one, that you bless me. Verse 10. Can we, can we put a slide up on? Verse 10. Lord, that you would bless me. Number two, Lord, you enlarge my, my territory. Enlarge my territory. Enlargement of territory. And of course on 31st night I have taken our church in a different direction when I spoke about the year of expansion as we want to claim this year to be. Amen. But here enlarge my territory. Jabez understood one thing. In olden Israelic days property was something that determined who is wealthy. And anybody who is wealthy have a lot of property was counted as a prominent figure or a leader in their group. Are you with me? Anybody who had a big vast property and a lot of servants under them were considered to be a a leader. Jabez made a prayer. Lord, I do have property. I do have wealth, but I want you to enlarge the territories of my reach. enlarge the territories of where i can see the end of the boundaries my mom named me pain and all my life i'll be circling around painful situations but today to the god of israel i make a prayer a fervent prayer lord that you enlarge my territory 
You enlarge my territory. I don't know if there are people here who will catch on to this phrase and you will pray to God today, Lord, that I can see what you have allowed me to encompass in this world. But I pray in the name of Jesus that you will enlarge the vision of mine that I could see, O oh Lord, much beyond and farther where you want to take me. Enlarge my vision. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my reach. Enlarge my networks. Enlarge, O oh Lord. And I pray this year we will make a prayer to God starting the first Sunday of this year, Lord, that you will bless me. Number two, that Lord, you will enlarge me. Enlarge my network, my reach. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Enlarge beyond what I have done so far. Enlarge beyond my reach in my ministry. Last year, Lord, I testified only to three people. This year, Lord, enlarge that. I want to testify to six people. Are you understanding? Last year, Lord, I gave only $2,000. But this year, enlarge my reach, Lord. I'm going to give the double or more beyond that. Enlarge. Enlarge. Are you with me, church? Listen to this very carefully. It's a prayer. And I pray that this year we will make this prayer from the bottom of our hearts. Lord, enlarge my mind that I may see what you want me to see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Enlarge. Jabez made a prayer. Number one, Lord, that you bless me. Number two, that you enlarge my, my territory. You enlarge my territory. Number three that we will see there is that after he made that prayer, he said, let your hand be upon me. Let your hand be upon me. Oh, I love that portion there. Jabez knew one thing. If the Lord blesses him, the blessings are there. If the Lord enlarges his territory, even that is there. But if the Lord's hand is not over my life, that's a big mistake. Because with blessings... And with enlarged territory comes a lot of enemies. Are you with me? When you don't have anything, you have no problem at all. But when you have something, that's when you protect what you have. Hallelujah. I don't know if there is any homeless man outside, all respect to them, who has a ring security system outside their tent. When you don't have anything, you don't need to protect it. But when you have something valuable, you protect it. When God blessed Jabez, when God enlarged the territories and the networks and the reach and the ministry and everything he could do, he needed the hand of God to sustain it. Listen to this very carefully. You can have anything and everything you have in your life, but if you don't have the hand of God guarding it, no matter how secure your home is, it will be broken. No matter how good your life insurance is, it will be devastated. No matter how wonderfully you're protected, your systems around, it will be destroyed. Why? Because you don't have the most important thing, the hand of God. The hand of God. 
ദൈവത്തിന്റെ കഴം ദ ഹാൻഡ് ഓഫ് ഗോഡ് and that separates you from anybody else oh xyz has the blessing so do you they don't have the hand of god but you have that separates you from everybody else the hand of god jabez understood one thing it's not just that i need the blessing of god it's not just that i need my territories to be enlarged but i need the hand of sovereign god the god who was with israel the god who has led israel the god who has led them out of the captivity the god of abraham isaac and jacob i need the hand of god over my life children listen to me your education pray to god lord i need your hand leading me as some of you all when you enter your family life make this prayer lord i want your hand to sustain me family members make this prayer let us apply these two verses in today's generation life application of the scripture lord i pray that your hand will be over my family husbands pray with your wife lord that your your hand will be over our family will be over our family your hand that separates everything god i want your hand to lead me your hand to sustain me I have a lot of scriptures here but I'm not going into details of that. Lord I need your hand to help me, sustain me and keep me. The right hand of God has done marvelous thing. Isaiah helps us to understand even though I go through fiery furnace, even though I go through the waters deep water, it will not drown me. Why? Because the hand of God has led me outside. Today I want to declare to our church, make this prayer. The Lord I need your hand to lead me. I need your hand to sustain me. I need your hand to protect my family. I need your hand to guard me, O oh Lord. I need your hand. third prayer he made lord that your hand will be over me when you read that scripture third word third third prayer let your hand be with me and fourth keep me from harm keep me from harm 2020 you may have a lot of harm and harmful situations harmful things that you may hear you may have to go through but pray the lord it does not destroy my faith in god almighty it does not destroy my faith life in christ almighty now let me help us to understand like every year 2020 is also a similar year but we make a prayer lord that number 1 that you will bless me number 2 you enlarge my territory number 3 lord that your hand is with me number 4 that no harm will ever come to me The Lord is my shepherd I shall never be in want. And I pray God the hand of yours the shepherding hand of yours will continue to lead us oh Lord. Hallelujah. The shepherding hand of God. Lord help us and lead us. Help us and lead us. Have you seen a shepherd? He has a stick, he has a staff. Whenever the sheep goes astray the shepherd knows how to bring the sheep back into its into its flock but at the same time he uses his staff to protect his sheep from every evil that may come to attack what he has listen to this very carefully god is our shepherd and because he is our shepherd his righteous hand is leading us jabez made a prayer lord number 1 that you may 
bless me. That you may bless me. That you may bless me. Can I tell you, when God blesses you, people will be envy and envious about you. Hallelujah. When God blesses your family, not that he gave you a lot of money and bank balance and everything good, but because you have a joy like nobody else, and because your family has peace like nobody else, people will envy that. Let them see who has been the source of this blessing in your life. Are you with me? I was talking to a young girl last week and uh, one of the things that she told me that, you know, I've been watching my life and everybody else around me and I see that there are a few people that I notice their life is so different. Their life is so blessed. Their life, you know, their family life and everything that they are is so different than what I have experienced and I have gone through. So I want to see what is it and I want to follow that. It's a true testimony about somebody else who want to follow Christ as their personal savior. Why? Because they saw the blessing in a Christian's life. As a Christian family, are you a blessed family? The people can see into your life and envy, Lord, can I, or is there anything that I am doing or I can do to have the same kind of blessing over my roof, in my household? Are you with me? Lord, that you bless me. Number two, Lord, that you enlarge. Lord, that your hand be upon me. Fourth, Lord, that you will keep me from every harm. Lord, that you keep me from every, every harm. You keep me from every harm. I want to bring your attention towards, you know, I can have the worship team behind me. Attempt something large enough. Listen to this very carefully. Attempt something large enough that failure is guaranteed unless God steps into it. Listen to this carefully. If you can bring that up on the screen as well. Attempt something large enough. Attempt something large enough that failure is guaranteed unless God steps in. Are you with me? And a lot of times we don't want to do anything large because we have been limiting ourselves with the name that we had in our past. But today I declare in the name of Jesus, attempt things that are large and where failure is guaranteed. But you need God to step into that moment. Oh, come on, somebody. You, 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 you understand that if God does not step in, my life is a failure. If God does not step into my business, my life is a failure. If God does not step into my life, everything that I have done is going to be a big mistake. But attempt something large enough. The failure is guaranteed. Hallelujah. Until, oh, God steps in. The moment heavenly host, God steps into your life, things has to change. Things has to change until God, are you with me? Pastor Prince, this may be a prophetic word to you. Until God steps in. Family is here. Until God steps in. Until God steps in. May this be a marker in your life for this year. Attempt something large which you have not done in the past where you know it's going to be a failure. You know it's going to work out. You know I cannot do it at all. But if my God steps in that pushes my faith 
to asking him, Lord, that you bless me. You enlarge my territory. Your hand be upon me. And Father, I pray that in everything, you keep me safe from every, every harm. Can we all rise up in God's house as we sing a song and honor him this, this, this afternoon. Celebrate his presence. We know the four simple things that Jabez prayed. But before he prayed, we understand that he was counted as honorable in God's sight. Counted as honorable and righteous in God's sight. And that's why the Bible helps us to understand the prayers of a fervent man, the prayers of a righteous man will never go unanswered. This morning as we tune into God's presence, the first Sunday of this year, as we gather in God's presence, we ask the Lord, Lord, that you bless me. You bless me. You bless my family. You bless all that I have. I want every single one of you to make this prayer on your personal self and your family that you are leading. Lord, that you bless me. That I will not allow the past experience to determine my future course. That you bless me. Number two, ask the Lord. Lord, enlarge me this year, O oh Lord. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my reach. Enlarge my ministry. Enlarge my influence. Enlarge my networks. I pray God that this year, a year of expansion, will be a year of enlargement in every media and everything that you have allowed me to do as a church, as a family, as a ministry. Enlargement. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. Father God, we also ask that your hand will be upon us. Your hand will be upon us. Your hand will be upon us. Your hand will be upon us.